Bless the Lord at all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. And so we're here. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we're back on the air. Uh, we want to give God glory, honor, and praise. Um, we definitely, amen, miss being on the air. Um, we did have a death in our family, and uh Definitely desire the prayers of the people of God, but just want to let you know that we haven't went anywhere, that we're still broadcasting and we're still on the Faith in God Internet TV on Podbean, and we're on social media, YouTube and Facebook, and all the other platforms that are out there, Pod, uh, Podcast, uh, Pandora, uh, Intunes, iTunes, uh, Spotify. Uh, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're on all of these social media platforms. Uh, just uh, search us up, Fidget TV Network, and we're broadcasting live. Praise God. And so we want to, we want to give honor to God who's the head of our life and to our honorable pastor, uh, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church. And to our marvelous First Lady, Lady Paulette, and to my lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson, we thank and praise God for what God is yet doing uh, for the both of us and our entire family. And so we we're grateful to the Lord for the things that He has done, and uh, we glorify Him, and we take no glory for ourselves. Because the glory belongs to God. And so we want to give him praise while we got breath in our bodies. We want to lift him up. We want to magnify and lift up the name of the Lord. Because the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And the righteous can run into it and they are saved. And so we count it a great privilege and honor to be with you today. Uh, we do have a great uh, study we're going to get into this week and so we ask that you would join us and we're coming from uh, our daily bread Bible study and uh, we're going to be talking from the subject of the shepherd the shepherd is God praise God and so uh we're going to get into it, uh, but we want to get our sidebar and go into a word of prayer. Uh, for a sidebar, we just want to say uh, we thank the Lord for giving us uh, 
strength and the weather with all to uh, go through a loss of our brother Henry and it's a great loss. Uh, any loss is a great loss in any capacity uh, when you lose a loved one. And so uh, we're yet praying for families that are still losing loved ones. And we know uh, that God will comfort and uh, he will console us in our time of going through. And so we ask that you would continue to keep us up in prayer. And as you know, uh, we understand that due this uh, due to this COVID virus, there's a, uh, I don't know, a fourth wave coming out there. And so we want the people of God to uh, be wise in their choosing. And uh, you got to choose the lesser evil. And I encourage all of you that uh, don't have any uh, reactions or anything like that. I encourage the people of God to get vaccinated. Uh, if you can. And uh, the reason why I say so, and to each his own, some don't want to be vaccinated, but then you got to trust God in, in, in it all. So if you are going to trust God, trust him, uh, you know, no matter what takes place, but if you uh, want to be vaccinated, you still can trust God. So it's not uh, a thing of, I don't have faith or I do have faith because uh, if you, if you uh, taking any kind of medication, uh, it has side effects just like the vaccine do. And so I, I hear people when they say stuff, but to make sense out of it, you taking some medicines that's causing problems and you know, it hadn't taken you out. And so uh, you got to look at the, uh, you know, the benefit outweighing, you know, uh, you know, the other effects. And so sometimes, sometimes that's what we got to look at. You know, we got to look at the benefit you know, outweighing, you know, the other, you know, aspects of things that affect us. And so as long as the benefit outweighs it, uh, I just encourage the people of God uh, to go ahead and get vaccinated. And so that's what um, my sidebar is. And so if you don't want to get vaccinated, it doesn't mean, um, you know, that you're not being wise. It's just that means that, you know, you're going to be limited to, uh, you know, uh, let's just use common sense. You're going to be limited to the, uh, you know, the type of areas and places you can go, but the people that are vaccinated have a prophylaxis, some type of, uh, some type of antibody to, uh, you know, fight off the infection. And so to everybody has to make their own choice, but I would just say that, uh, to the people of God, keep trusting God because before any vaccines came out, uh, the Lord had kept me from COVID. And so that's my testimony today. Um, and I took the vaccine because we're going to be having a, uh, I believe we're going to be having a convention. And so I didn't want to be uh, unwise and uh, not being vaccinated, uh, knowing that we're going to have a, a live convention. And so that was my reasoning. So uh, for those of you that may need to know, my reasoning was if I'm going to be going into a, a group of people or a stadium that's got more than 50 people in it, then it's probably going to be in my best interest to get some kind of protection. But uh, if we weren't having, you know, a convention, uh, I probably would do like some of you. I probably wouldn't if I wasn't going to no convention or doing that. I probably wouldn't wouldn't get the COVID virus uh, vaccination either. But uh, I had to make the choice and uh, I made the decision that if I'm going to go to war, I'm going to take my weapon with me. <laughs> Praise God. And so that's that's the uh, mindset that I'm taking on this. But I want to say to the people of God, as you know, uh, they're still killing our brethren. 
Uh, law enforcement has killed another brother uh, in Minnesota. And another brother in Virginia was uh, beaten down uh, just due to, uh, you know, this racial profiling. And so it's real, saints. It's real people of God. And so tell your young men and your, uh, you know, uh, your young ladies that, uh, you know, we live in a system uh, that has uh, kind of highly profiled us as being a target. And so you don't have to be done nothing wrong. And we're going to get into the word of Lord, but I want to say this so that we all understand this. Uh, you don't have to be done, done anything wrong. It's just a matter of the color of your skin. Let's just be real about it. Let's be frank about it. And this is why Jesus went to the cross. He went to the cross to die for sinners, you know, so we wouldn't have to be sinners, praise God. And so people of all color got sin problem. Don't, don't think it's just the black people got sin problem white people, all colors got problems because if you got hate in your heart against your brother, you sin and you know, you, you need to get saved, praise God. And so we want to say that, uh, in a word of encouragement to the people of God, just don't walk around with your head in the sand thinking cause you say that the devil ain't trying to kill you because the Bible says the thief cometh not, but to steal and, but to kill and to destroy. And Jesus says, I come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. So we want to say to all of our viewers and listeners today, God bless you and thank you for joining us today. And so we're going to get into our study as we get ready to go before the throne of God. So touch and agree with us, pray with us briefly here as we get ready to get into this uh, magnificent study today as we talk about the shepherd is God. And we're going to be coming from Ezekiel uh, chapter 33 and 34. And we have another chapter that we're going to get into on Wednesday. And so we're going to cover some of this today, but we ask that you would join us, amen, in our study. And so let us go before his throne. Eternal God, our Savior, in the matchless name of Jesus, oh Lord, we thank you once again, oh Lord, for your blessing. We thank you, Lord, for your anointing. We thank you for your power. We thank you, God, for the virtue, oh God, that you have placed in us, oh God. And we give you all the glory, honor, and the praise. We give you thanks, Heavenly Father, oh Lord, for just causing your people to triumph and be triumphant. Oh God, in the time, oh God, that we live in today, oh God, direct and order the steps of thy people. And Father, as we pray today, God, in this Bible study, that you would direct the hearts of men and women that are listening to this broadcast, oh God, that your word, Oh, God, would, oh, God, go into the hearts and God calls them, oh, God, to be elevated in you. In the name of Jesus, we pray for our sick. We pray for those, oh, God, that are mourning the loss of their loved ones. We're praying, God, for healing. We're praying for strength and deliverance. Oh, God, for our family and those that we love. We pray, God, you would touch in a special way and ultimately, Lord, that your word would fall on good ground and that you would save to the utmost. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise, and we give you thanks, oh God, in the matchless name of Jesus. Help us to decrease that your anointing, oh God, may increase in our lives. And Lord, we forever thank you. We give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. These and other blessings we ask and pray in Jesus' name to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. 
Amen. So we're going to get into some reading today. We're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 33. We ask that you would turn your Bible to Ezekiel chapter 33. All right. And we're going to talk about Ezekiel prophecies here. And Ezekiel is reminded that he is the nation's watchman. Ezekiel was appointed by God to be the watchman uh, before the fall of Jerusalem. All right. And he told the people uh, of their punishment and the dispersion. God was going to disperse them. Amen. And uh, he wants to also, in these chapters, he talks about uh, the proclaiming the hope and the restoration of the people of God. And uh, it didn't improve the people's response, no matter how much encouragement come. We in a day now, even... And, and that's why this word of God can be used. Uh, we know this letter or these books here right here talks about the nation of Israel, but we can apply it in our day. We can apply principles and uh, uh, excerpts from the scripture to show us today, no matter how hard these pastors and preachers and apostles preach, that people still are, 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 are hard of hearing or they have a deaf ear toward the word of God. And so no matter what Ezekiel did to try to restore the people, it didn't improve the people response. The people think, you know, they still kind of walked uh, in disobedience to God. And we're in that time right now where people still choose to walk in disobedience and to, uh, I don't know, disrespect to the things of God in spite of the, the, the hope and the promises of God that he has laid out for his people, even in the church. Now we're using Ezekiel and we're using Israel and Jerusalem and Judah as an example to even the church today, how we can be in such a slump, a spiritual slump that we will not hear and hearken to the voice of God. And so I want to say to the people of God, be encouraged because the warning in Revelation says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying to the church. And so I want you to listen to me, my friend today. Uh, sometimes people uh, listen in curiosity and then live as they please. Some people listen to the word of God, but still never make uh, a very uh, educated uh, decision to turn in repentance and walk after God. Okay, we can hear the word of God. You see in Romans, it talks about, and we'll get there later this week. You know, uh, when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. We can see even in our time today that no matter how much good news is being shared in this dark hour that we live in, people still, stand, uh, still tend to walk in disobedience and disrespect to God. word. People still walk in hatred. People still walk in unforgiveness. People still tend to walk in pride and not respond to uh, the hope and the charge and the promise of God that will elevate them and put them in a place of restoration. Hmm? And uh, the good news of forgiveness was brought to them, but they rejected it. And we can do that today. We can reject the good news, but it's easy to ignore the message and continue to live a sinful life. 
but we must warn them as God has chose Ezekiel as the man of God, as the prophet for that day to stand and warn the people of the day of judgment. And so we too, my friend, we bear the same responsibility. We are the gatekeepers, the shepherds, the under shepherds, rather. They are the gatekeepers. God is the shepherd. David says in Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. And God being our shepherd, my friend, we need to know as a people, God being the shepherd, the under shepherds have the gatekeeper responsibility. And they have the responsibility of who enters the church and who leaves the church. Praise God. And I'm dealing with it from the perspective. Uh, God chose who gets in the church and who gets out the church in the sense of he died for everybody. But I'm saying in terms of warning, the gatekeeper has to be at the gate. The gatekeeper has to stand there and let them know that straight is the gate and narrow is the way. And broad is the way that leadeth to destruction and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life. And this is the responsibility of the under shepherd is to let the people of God know that uh, righteousness uh, will exalt a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people and that you have an opportunity to be in the realm of hope of God, the plan of salvation. Praise God. But this is the thing. God had to remind Ezekiel that you're the gatekeeper. You're the watchman. And sometimes we have other responsibilities as apostles, uh, uh, bishops and pastors and elders. We have a lot of other church and ministry responsibilities. But we are not to forget that we are the gatekeepers. He told Peter, and I will give you the keys to the kingdom. And whatsoever you bind on earth, I will bind in heaven. And whatsoever thing you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Praise God. And so we need to know that they are the watchmen. They are the gatekeepers. And he says here in Ezekiel um, chapter uh, 33, and again, the word of the Lord came into me saying, son of man, Speak to the children of thy people and say unto them, when I bring the sword upon the land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchman, if he see the sword coming upon the land and blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever hear the sound of the trumpet and take it not warning. If the sword come and take it him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. And he says here in verse five, he heard the sound of the trumpet and looked and took not warning. Praise God. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him. But he that taketh the warning shall deliver his soul. But, verse number six, and we got to get out of here, y'all. We're going to pick it back up to uh, on Wednesday, if the Lord's will, at 1 o'clock on YouTube and Facebook. Please join us back there. 
in verse six, he says, but if the watchmen see the sword come and blow not the trumpet and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take away any person from among them, he is a taken away in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at the hand of the watchman, the gatekeeper. Praise God. This is a heavy responsibility. Pastors, preachers, elders, teachers. This is a great responsibility. And we don't have time to play with people. We don't have time to tickle people. We don't have time to rub people in they mess. But we need to blow the trumpet. Glory. We need to blow the trumpet. And he says here in verse number seven, as we get ready to get out of here, he says, so thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Set him as a gatekeeper. He says, therefore, thou shall hear the word at my mouth. You heard from God, those of you that's standing at the gate. And you need to tell them the truth. You're standing at that gate. Don't put your hands over your ears. God told you to warn them. He never told us to preach prosperity. Praise God. But he told us to preach Jesus. Praise God. Preach, oh, the gospel, the good news, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. He never told us to tickle anybody and tell them joy is coming in the morning. It's going to be okay in your sin. He never told us to tell them that. He told us to tell them to repent or you shall likewise perish. Praise the Lord. And look at this. He says in verse seven, therefore thou shall hear the word at my mouth and warn them from me. Praise God. Warn them from me, he said. He said, tell them I said it. And it's very important today that we tell the people of God and we tell every man, woman, boy, and child to repent and come to Jesus. Praise God. And we have a responsibility as the gatekeepers to tell them. Let me go to verse number eight. When I say unto the wicked, O thou wicked man, thou shalt surely die. If thou does not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. And I want to say to the people of God today in this study, the shepherd is God. They may get past the gate with you, 
but they will not enter into heaven without the approval of God. And so we should be saying everything that God has spoken to us as believers to warn every man. Praise God. In Acts 17 and 30, he says at the time of this ignorance, God winked at in the New Testament. I mean, in the church today, rather. Acts is the church. Acts 17 and 30 said at the time of this at the time of this ignorance, God winked at. But now commanding men everywhere to repent. Praise God. We need to tell a dying world to repent. We need to let them know that if they repent, if you left God, you can repent and return back to God. But if you don't repent, I've delivered my soul. I've told you what God said. I want to say this to you. In verse 10, he says, Therefore, O thou son of man, speak unto the house of Israel. And he tells them, Thus you speak, saying, If our transgression and our sins be upon us, as we pine away in them, how shall we live? Say unto them, As I said, the Lord God, I have no pleasure in death of the wicked. Look at this. God say he have no pleasure in the death of the wicked. I'm not happy about people dying out of Jesus. How about you today? I'm not happy about family members dying outside of the will of God. I'm not happy about friends and uh, neighbors and coworkers, peers, people we know. Hmm? People, we have an opportunity to give them a word of life. I'm not happy about people leaving this earth without Jesus. How about you? He says here, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn ye, turn ye from your evil ways. For why will ye die, O house of Israel? Why will you die when the church, the gatekeepers, the believers have the words of hope and restoration for all that will believe? He says, therefore, thou son of man, say unto the children of thy people, he says, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. Hmm? That means those of you that are in the church saved, living right, your righteousness ain't going to deliver you if you turn and sin. All the righteousness you've done is going to be forgotten. Praise God. And Oh, Lord, let me read it. He says, as for the wicked, Uh, as for, he says, as for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall thereby in the day that he turneth from his wickedness. Neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sinned. 
when I shall say to the righteous that he shall surely live if he trusts in his own righteousness and commit iniquity, all the righteousness uh, shall uh, not be remembered. See that? But for his iniquity that he had committed, he shall die for it. So don't tell me, praise God, because you in the church, you got it made. You ain't got it made because you and got saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. But if you fail to repent, you'll wind up where the wicked is. Praise God. So you don't have no reason to stick your chest out, even as a gatekeeper. Because if we sin, we're going to find ourselves where the wicked is. But if the wicked repent, God won't remember their wickedness. Look at this. He says here, but for his iniquity that he had committed, he shall die for it. Verse number 14. I'm in Ezekiel 33 and 14. He says, and again, I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. But he says, if he turn from his sin and do it that which is lawful and right, if the wicked restore the pledge and give again that he had robbed and walk in the statutes of life without committing iniquity, he shall surely live. He shall not die. None of the sins, none of his sins that he had committed shall be mentioned unto him. He had done that which is lawful and right. He shall surely live. Praise the Lord. And I'm going to stop at verse number uh, 20. He says, yet the children of thy people say, the way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. You got somebody, even in death, in the loss of a loved one, they would try to, in foolishness, say that God was not equal. God was not fair. I beg the difference. God is fair. And you know what? We can try to challenge God, but it won't stand in the day of judgment. Look at this. He says, the way of the Lord, he says, the way of the Lord is not equal, but as for them, their way is not equal. This is what the children of the people said. He says, when the righteous turneth from his righteousness and committed iniquity, he shall even die thereby. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, he shall live thereby. And yet ye say the way of the Lord is not equal. O ye house of Israel, I will judge every one of I, I will judge you everyone after his ways. And so I want to say to the people of God today, as we get ready to close out, consider your ways and your doings. When you want to look at the righteousness of God, you got to consider your own ways and doing. Because when we go to Isaiah 55, he says, your ways is not like his ways. Neither are your thoughts like his thoughts. Huh? And so my thing is, uh, Isaiah 55 and 7, he says, let the wicked forsake his way 
and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return unto the Lord. He will have mercy upon him and to our God. He will abundantly pardon. You trying to tell me God is not equal. He's not fair. The devil is a lie. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways as, uh, neither are my ways, uh, uh, neither are your ways my ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. And so I want to let you know. He says in verse number 11, so shall my word be that goeth out forth from, go forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which I please and it shall prosper the, in the thing whereto I sent it. He sent his word to Ezekiel. This is where we're going today. He sent his word to Ezekiel uh, to warn the people of God and to exhort them and encourage them to let them know that there was hope for them. There was restoration for them if they would repent. And so I want to say to the body of believers today in this excerpt of the scripture, and we're going to go farther this week if the Lord's willing. Uh, we want to let you know the shepherd is God. He's, he's, the, he's the bishop of our soul. He's, he's the, the, the true shepherd. Praise God. All of these under shepherds, uh, they have a responsibility and a role uh, as it relates to the body of Christ, which is the church, Ecclesia, which means the called out ones. And if you've been called out by God, you have a responsibility to hear this gospel message and to let you know that the shepherd is God. And you know what? Israel, the church, the world at large, guess what? They are God's, you know, sheep. Because he did say, I have sheep that's not of this fold. And just because you go on astray, it does not mean God has forgotten about you. You need to return back to the Lord. And if you've left God, you need to get back to God. And we're going to talk about it. We're going to get into it this week as we talk about the good shepherds and the bad shepherds. Praise God. And you probably, uh, your eyebrows probably went up now, but stay tuned to this broadcast. And so I hope I've said something today that would encourage the people of God. I hope I've said something uh, that may cause you to really take a look at uh, where you're standing as a believer and our responsibility and I'm not saying that only pastors have a responsibility to tell this good news, but we have a great immense task and responsibility upon our shoulders because people are dying without the Lord. And we don't want people to leave here without having uh, that excuse removed and the ample opportunity to know there's hope and there's restoration for you despite of the sin, the iniquity, the unrighteousness. If you would repent, God would abundantly pardon. 
And so I want to say to the people of God, I'm going to say a prayer as I get ready to get off this broadcast. I want to say a prayer. There may be somebody on the line uh, on the air that want prayer, that want to be uh, forgiven of their sins and that may want to repent and want God to forgive them. You need to call us so we can uh, go farther in these scriptures and explain to you why you need to repent and what you need to do to be fully restored. And so if you would call us, our number is 414-628-0568. Please call us. We're here on the line. We're praying for you. You can be saved. You can be delivered. You can be set free. And you can have salvation. And if you want salvation, just repent of your sins and be baptized in water in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins. And God promised to fill you with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost, according to Acts 2.39. For this promise is unto you and your children and all that are far off, even as many the Lord our God shall call. It's a promise. The Holy Ghost is for you. And don't let nobody tell you that the Holy Ghost is not for you. Please repent before it's too late. We're going to pray for you real quick. Uh, we're going to touch and agree with you. Eternal God, our Savior, in the name of Jesus, Father, we come before thy throne of grace. Great is your mercy. Great is your grace. Let your blood cover, Lord, those that are listening to this broadcast today. Oh, God, honor the repentance of the heart and of the depths of that soul today that's crying out for forgiveness of sin and shame. Oh, God, in exchange for their repentance, Lord, let your blood cover them. Give them eternal life through repentance and water baptism and infilling of the Holy Ghost according to the apostles' doctrine. According to Acts chapter 2, bless them, Lord. Do it for your glory's sake. And the glory shall be thine. Heal the sick. Oh, God, forgive the sin. Oh, God, have mercy, Lord. We need you now. In the precious name of Jesus. And, Father, we give you glory and praise because we know that the shepherd is God. Bless your gatekeepers, Lord. Bless the under-shepherds. Bless them, O oh God, that they will lead your people into the, O oh God, into the, O oh God, fold. O oh God, that gives them the promise of salvation, which means deliverance. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory, honor, and praise. Bless those that are listening that joined us today, Lord. O oh God. Look on, oh God, all that are listening and that have tuned into the broadcast. Bless them to view us back on this week at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Lord, meet us here and use us for your divine glory. And we take none for ourselves. Oh God, we give the glory to God. We give it back to thee, oh God. All the honor, glory, and the praise. And we thank you for salvation now. We thank you for deliverance right now. We thank you for breakthrough right now in the precious name of Jesus.
to the glory of God. These are another blessing we ask and pray in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. Praise God. So we want to say to the people of God, praise God. Thank you for uh, viewing the broadcast today. Uh, we thank God for you. Uh, we'll be picking it back up on Wednesday. And I just want to say as a sidebar, please uh, give us a salute. Today is our birthday. Uh, this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. So uh, salute us with a text uh, via social media or phone. Uh, salute us. Uh, if God has put something on your heart uh, to sow into the ministry, to sow into us, uh, it's dollar sign F-I-G-I-T-V. Uh, please do whatever God has put in your heart. Uh, but we like uh, those that are locally here uh, to join us this afternoon at around 6, 6, 6.30 rather. Uh, 6, 6.30. Uh, we're going to try to go out to uh, uh, Chancery. And so we ask that you would uh, join us there. Uh, I believe a global text was sent out, but all they can. Uh, we want to celebrate life that God has given us while we have the opportunity. We don't know if it's going to be our last time. We don't know if it's going to be our last celebration or not. And so if you have any time that you can spare uh, to come out and encourage and tell uh, your brother in the Lord, your brother in Christ, God bless you. We'd appreciate it. And uh, if you can't make it, we desire your prayers. Keep us in your prayers because we love the people of God and we love people. And our prayer and hope and trust in God is that you would be saved and that God will give you the riches of his glory. And again, as we get off the air, we want to say, God bless you. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson with the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. My soul cries out.